You're listening to Gospel Theory, a Call to Learn audio podcast. For more information about Call to Learn, visit calledtolearn.com. That's calledtolearn.com. Thank you for listening. Hi, and welcome to Gospel Theory, where we study about Jesus Christ all amidst all of those rumors, those incorrect definitions, and all of those myths. Yep. I am Trusta Neal, and this is... Isak Neal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so today, since it's December now, and we're going to be talking about some Christmas things, some Christmas prophecies, if you will. How much did we know, or did they know? Because since we're living after yes, Christ, it's not the same, right? How much did they know about Christ's birth before it even happened? I'm assuming quite a bit, though, right? Um, you assume correctly. <laughs> <laughs> what kinds of questions would you have about the coming Messiah? When is he coming? Because I'm sick of waiting. <laughs> oh, right. good one. Good I'd one. I'd be thinking that, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, he's supposed to come sort of around this time. Kind of feels like now when when is the second coming coming? We don't really know. I mean, it kind of like so that's that. that's an interesting thought because the Old Testament ends four hundred years before Christ is born. Four hundred years before Christ is born, and we know all about Christ, or they knew all about Christ from the Old Testament, and nothing was written for four hundred years. So. Blank. It should be any day. Yes, it should be any right. day. It should be any day. 400 years later, it should be any day. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so, yes, there is a there is no question and no answer to that in there when he will come. So, so that was not. That <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing they did not know. Because I'm not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> same, same thing with the, with the second coming, right? When will the second coming yeah, happen? Exactly. Why isn't it already here? Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what other questions do you think they had? Um, how will we know it's Jesus when he comes? <gasps> Excellent. How would you say, if you were God, how would you say? Uh, what If I was God. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> if you were God, what would you give them to know that what a sign? They say, this is how you'll know that this is Jesus. Mm, I don't know if I would give any physical representation. Although I'm sure there are some descriptions of that. But it would be more about um, he will say these things when he comes. He will perform these kinds of miracles. These events will well, happen around Let's him. Let's talk specifically about his birth. Just his birth. What would you, would you give any physical signs for his birth? Mm, I like the star thing. That was cool. Yep. Like that, maybe and I Samuel the Lamanite prophesied that, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. yep. And that was a good sign. Um, maybe who was going to perform the birth? Like who his mom and dad. dad? Who his mom and dad? Okay. Yeah, we definitely have that. That's in the Old Testament. Okay. Um, How about the name of his mo of mother? We don't get that until we get the New or the Book of Mormon. Oh, really? Yeah, in the Book of Mormon, they knew it. But it's not written in our New Testament. No. Old, Old Testament. Old Testament, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, what about the name of Jesus? Did we know that his name was going to be Jesus? I don't think so. I don't think we knew that. No, but we did know Emmanuel. 
Right. And then we talked about the definition of Jesus in an earlier podcast. We yes. talked about how, uh, what that meant. So we did know that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus Christ, right? Christ the anointed. We knew that he was, he was the anointed. He would be born, yeah. right? Um, but Emmanuel, do you know what the word Emmanuel means? Emmanuel is actually no. two words. Emmanu and El. And you know what El means, don't you? In Hebrew? Mm, just You just said it the other uh, Yeah. Talking about definition of angel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Elohim. Can't remember. El- El- Elohim. Yeah, so what is El... It means God. Yeah. God means yeah. God. Yeah. L yeah. means God. Yeah. Okay. So then we have, so Emmanuel, so definitely we know that's God, right? So Jesus Christ is a God mm-hmm. or God's son, but Emmanuel means with us. So God is with us? God is with us. That's so cool. It is so cool. <laughs> I got to know this stuff. You got to know Hebrew. Yeah, I think Hebrew is so cool. And we were talking about um, Hebrew names with uh, our Hebrew class today. Okay. Oh, my gosh, it got so funny. Um, one of the kids were saying, well, I would never name my kid that. And I'm like, Why? You know, because they, they, but they gave messages and meaning and meaning through the names of their children. Just like you did. Yes. Well, I did because I knew Hebrew, right. Right? You know the <laughs> but a lot of people don't do that. A Makes lot of sense. people don't. And, but they do. They like, one of the things was, um, uh, Isaiah, he knew that there was going to be a destruction of Jerusalem. So he named his kid, the destruction is imminent. That's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a name my kid. That. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Destruction is imminent. That's really exciting. <laughs> it's sad. Well, I guess it's to help remind him and keep him on his toes. I guess like, make sure you're always. But it Jesus. wasn't about the individual, right? I named you guys for your you, right? Yeah. E- what does Isaac mean? You can tell him that. Yeah, one who means uh, one who means laughter. One who uh, one. Oh, jeez. One who brings laughter. Yeah. Or it's Isaac, right? It's Abraham and Isaac. Right. And Sarah Sarah laughed at the the men that told her she was going to get pregnant at 99. That's right. And she was like, wow, that's right. <laughs> so they named him Laughter. And so when I found out that I was pregnant for the second or third time, I didn't think that he would be born. So I laughed. I'm like, oh, this is just going to be my fate. I was told I could never have children. Right. And I kind of laughed about it. Oh, my gosh. This is right. And then he was born. I'm like, oh, he's born. (laughs) (laughs) I actually have a living baby. (laughs) So I was surprised. Yeah. So I named you Laughter because I had laughed at the idea. I wanted it. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I did want children. So so did Sarah. Yeah, exactly. And then she had the biggest family in the history of ever. Yeah, the whole world. <laughs> the whole world. <laughs> well, will be the whole world. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Emmanuel means God with us. How cool is that? So they knew that God was going to come among them and be with them in a physical body with them. And so they were waiting, like longing for that day, right? Yeah. Okay, so what was the other questions we had? We knew his name. Oh, Mary. Um, let's start. Yeah, we didn't know that. All right. So let's let, let's see where in the Old Testament it talks about that. 
So in Isaiah, it says, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. So it's going to be a miraculous birth. Yeah. How can you be a virgin and have a baby? Well, you can't. You can't. It has yeah. to be a miracle. Yeah. Yep. So they knew it was a miraculous birth and a virgin was going to do it. And then in Alma is where we get her name. For some reason, hmm. the, the prophets in the Book of Mormon knew it or it was taken out of the Old Testament. We just don't know. I guess that's possible. Yeah, yeah. So Alma, in Alma 7, verse 9, it says, He shall be born of Mary. So they knew her name. Hmm. Yeah. And then there's, um, so his mother was going to be a virgin. She was going to be fair. She was going to be white. Now, why would that be significant? Well, Think about the Jews. What color are the sure. Jews? Well, yeah, Jews were pretty dark skin dark skinned yeah. yeah they were dark skinned dark hair dark eyes right and she's going to be white now is that literal or is that symbolic i don't know but it's interesting it that he's going to be white does it just mean that she was a virgin i don't know no. but it's just interesting right and her name say will be Mary. pure like pure in heart has a kind soul or a um yeah, something like that. Maybe yeah. it had to be something like that. Okay. Did white mean something different back then than it does now? Um, no, white means purity, clear, cleanliness, right? Even Isaiah talked about how your your clothes will be white as the drifted snow. Right, that's right. Yeah, and, you know, and his robe will be scarlet, carrying your sins upon him. So, yeah, white was definitely a, a pure color, a cleanliness color. Yeah, and so it could be symbolic. But who knows? It could be literal too. All right. Okay. Okay. What? Uh, yeah. What other questions? Did you do? You, you want to think like where is his lineage? Who's he going to come through? Yeah, that would be important to know. Yeah. In order to make sure that you identify, because what I love about God and what He does is He takes both things that logically make sense mm -hmm. and things that cannot be logically make sense, and He intertwines them. Right. So He always gives. <laughs> You always give signs that are both spiritual and physical in order to prove something is right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there has to be something spiritual as well mm -hmm. um, that he's talking about. Yeah. So one of the things that I love about the fact of his lineage, because we know that he's supposed to come through the tribe of Judah. Okay. So the tribe of Judah was the first, like if the, if the Ephod and you have that, he it was the first one on the... Um, left-hand shoulder going yeah. this direction, right? He was the first one. So um, he gained the right after Reuben. Reuben lost the birthright. So Judah got the birthright. Okay, That's right. Okay. okay. And then eventually Joseph did. So, but Judah was, in, as far as the ephod is concerned, the, the breastplate, um, that he was the first. And so Jesus was supposed to come through Judah. But my question is, why not Joseph? That's a good question. I, why not Joseph? Well, she had to be, well, it had to be virgin. Well, it couldn't be virgin because then he wouldn't be born into that family, right? Yeah. Well, think about the, the difference uh, between know. Judah and Joseph. There is a, a thing called foil in literature where you have the one side of the spectrum versus the other side of the spectrum and they're right next to each other in a book. 
So if you were to read all of the qualities of Joseph, the next chapter is about Judah. Okay. Okay. So Joseph, and I mean, he was honest. He was true. He was chaste. He was also um, lived up to his covenants, even though he was the only one in all of Egypt living those covenants. Right. He was like beautifully perfect child. Right. And then you have Judah. I was thinking Joseph as in the the son of God, the Mary and Joseph. That Joseph. Oh, so oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah we'll get to him. We'll Joseph. get to him. I, I mean, yeah. that would make the tribe sense. of Joseph. Yeah. I guess, well, what happened to the tribe of Joseph? Let's try to remember that. And then we might be able to answer that. So Joseph got sold into Egypt. Yep. Sent down to Egypt to live by himself, right? His brothers hated him, sold him into the slavery. Yeah. And then many, many years later, his descendants came over to America, and that's where he the tribe of Joseph is Ephraim and Manasseh are from the tribe of Joseph That's right. and they take over South and North America. So why didn't he start in South America? No, I, my question is why didn't Jesus come through Joseph's line? Well, he could have if it was on the other side of the world. Okay. No, th that happened. That happened in. after Jesus was born. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's go back to oh, okay. before Jesus was born. <laughs> so before Jesus was born. Oh, yeah. yeah. There are tri the twelve of, tribes. Because the Book of Mormon happens after Christ is well. No, no, just it happens before Christ is born. Mm -hmm. And after both. Yeah, both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. So I, I guess the only thing was he should have come through a righteous line, right? Joseph was a righteous line, and Judah was not a righteous line. In fact, probably one of the worst, right? So he why? he even slept with his daughter-in-law. I mean, oh wow, yeah, I didn't this, know that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's very. He was a very, very, very unrighteous man. Okay, but why would Jesus want to come through the tribe of Joseph? To prove to everyone that you don't have to come from bad things he, i mean you can come from bad things and be good still there is repentance or, you know Maybe think about like the that. kings the kings are always like my lineage is really good all the way yeah, back yeah. right and he, he he didn't lineage doesn't matter in in earth life i think that was his message lineage doesn't matter it doesn't matter where you come from the spiritual lineage matters i spiritually born of god right but my earthly Lineage doesn't matter, and I'll prove it. I'll be born in one of the worst Isn't that lineages. Interesting. You think I know that this might not be completely relevant, but uh, there are a lot of people who are, you know, who diss on Star Wars, the newer ones, and one of the reasons was is, or even the older ones, the the criticisms that they have about it is that all the Skywalkers are the really powerful Jedi, right, and. Or whatever you come from, if you come from a, a, a Skywalker, you'll always be great. Right? Mm -hmm. What a lot of people, that's the biggest criticism. And that's why everyone was really excited when there was a new character, Ray, who was, had nothing, right? And came from nothing. No heritage. And no heritage. Mm -hmm. and it was, there was an appeal to that because it was, because we all kind of had that sense of, well, I need something to relate. I can't relate because I've never been born into a family that was rich, right? Or born into a family that was great. And that's what I love about Christ's story is that he was not born into a lineage that was great, but still came out 
a good person. That, that mm-hmm. It's the power of the individual. That's what I love about yes. Western ideology is that we focus more on the individual rather than the lineage or the group of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what he was trying to tell us. It doesn't matter who your parents are, or who your grandparents are. It doesn't matter. What matters is you choosing me right here, right now. That's really cool. It's really cool. It is really cool. And it's cool that we all have that sense, even though we don't study the gospel ever, ever but yeah. we still want that. We still strive that as, as mm-hmm. uh, Americans. Yeah. So here are some things that we know from the Old Testament. He was going to be from the rod of Jesse. That means David, King David. Okay. okay? So you have um, the 12 tribes, and then through Judah, you have King David. And David's dad was Jesse. So you have the rod of Jesse, okay? And then you have the righteous branch of David. So that's the King David. And then you have the scepter of Judah. Scepter meaning the king. He was the king or the the rightful heir at that moment or that time. And then you have the Christ lineage. So that's where he was supposed to come through Judah, through King David. So you have the worst wicked person. You have the most righteous king, right? (laughs) And then yeah, he turned very far, wicked. <laughs> he made some major mistakes. And then through that lineage, he would be born. Okay. So you have the spectrum, right? The the golden years king, yeah. right? <laughs> and you have these horrible, wicked people. And then yeah. you have this lineage that is just crazy. If you study the women of this lineage, wow, that is a powerful study. Really? Yeah, really. Is it worse or is it good better? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah it's good and bad <laughs> good and bad yep yep so um so here's how the how the lineage goes it goes adam abraham isaac jacob judah david now i'm skipping a lot right if i just yeah. know that the big ones and then from david david had two sons solomon and nathan okay on solomon's side that's for joseph his dad comes in and from nathan that's where mary comes in all from the King David. Okay. So they're cousins, right? Yes. Okay. And then Mary and Joseph have Jesus. That's why he was the promised king. He was he was in the king line, right? Okay. That's how we know that. Okay. So then why was he born in poverty? Is that because the Romans took over? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. The Romans took over. There was nothing left. And so there were that's yeah, that's why. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. All right, so then we have, um, well, actually, if you want to go on a little bit more in the lineage area, we also know that he was a high priest, that Jesus was a high priest. So how did he get, where does that come in? That was from the tribe of Levi. The high priest comes from Levi? Yeah. All of the all of the priests come from the tribe of Levi. Oh, I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. So that nobody else would, had church callings except for the tribe of Levi. Yeah, that would be tribal. Yeah. But, and then that goes again with that point is that he, you can be a high priest or you can have the priesthood and not be of a certain lineage. Mm-hmm. But he was through his mother, Mary. Oh. Because if you'll remember, right, remember how Mary went to her cousin, Elizabeth, and Elizabeth was the wife of Zachariah, who was a high priest in the tribe of Levi. So they were cousins. How does that happen? so up above in the in the lineage between david and mary there was a levite who married a judahite 
and they intermarried. And so she now has the tribe of Levi in her and the tribe of Judah in her. Oh. Cool, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So you're so. basically gathering Israel. It's <laughs> not like, the same thing, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah he was, but he was from the tribes that really, that he needed to be, right? Yes. He needed to be a high priest and he needed to be um, in that lineage. And he also needed to be in the lineage of the king, which is the Well, the in Judah. modern days, he definitely, with all of our Ancestry.com, if they had that back then, they'd know exactly mm. who Jesus was. I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> they could figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so we all know that. We know his whole lineage and where he came from and where he was going to come, all because of the Old Testament. We knew that he was going to be from anybody born through David's line and through Judah's line. That's really cool. Yeah. All right, what's some other questions that we could have? How about how old would he be? Uh, how old would he be when <laughs> we he was born? I yeah. mean, zero. So, but think about that. If they If thinking, oh, a Messiah is coming... The anointed is coming to save us from these whatever poverty we're in at the current moment. He came when the Romans were over, but they were over it like they've been taken over hundreds of times. Right. Right. During that 400 years. Holy cow. Well, even before that, Judah, uh, Israel was always under captivity of somebody. And so he just happened to come through when Roman was in charge. Okay. okay, that was, it just happened to be that way. But they didn't know, was he going to come as a man? Can he just be born and just grow up really fast and take over the army and That'd be, be a man? Well, <laughs> or couldn't he just be, come as a man, just show up? Well, he couldn't show up because he had to come through a Virgin Mary. Okay, if the if you didn't know that, you might not know that, right? Yeah, okay. that's true. Yeah, but in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 9, it says, unto us a child is born. So we knew he was going to be a child versus he was going to be a regular man, just like the rest of us have to be born as a baby. I guess we now know that that's how he had to become. Yeah. He was going to be the ultimate, um, the the ultimate uh, example. Mm -hmm. And if we were going to be like Christ in the church, that's what we teach. Then it just makes sense that Mm -hmm. he was born as a child. Right. Right. And it's pretty cool. Um, we talked about where his name was. Oh, where where he was going to be born? Where he was going to be born? Yeah, uh, I'm assuming that that we did know that, and that was through. He had to been born in Jerusalem or Israel, Bethlehem. Somewhere. It was actually prophesied in Bethlehem? Bethlehem. I didn't know that. Yeah. So remember the the three wise men come to Jerusalem saying, "Hey, where is this child born? We need to yeah. know." And and they're like. Oh, uh, there's a king born? What are you talking about? And so he yeah. says, he tells his, you know, guys, go find out where he's going to be born. So they scour the New Old Testament to figure it out. But the Jews from a long, from year, hundreds and hundreds of years before that, had a prayer that they would say every morning. And this is the prayer. It's found in Micah 5, 2. It says, but thou, well, this is just part of the prayer, okay? But thou, Bethlehem, though thou be little among thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be a ruler in Israel. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's very specific. That's like saying, he's going to be born in Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's going to be born in Bethlehem. They knew that, without a doubt. Now, 
the wise men coming through, they're like, okay, where is he? Tell me the address, right? They to ask asking King yeah. Herod, and and Herod's like, we've got to figure out where it is and finding. And then he kills all the babies in Bethlehem because of it, because he finds the finds the prophecy. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. But the wise men knew he was going to be born in Bethlehem. He just didn't know where, right? That's why he went to the king, just because of surely the king would know, mm-hmm. but. Of course, he didn't know. And so that's so they, after they left the king, they saw a star. Now, they've been following the star, so don't get me wrong. How do you follow a star when the sky moves all the time? Uh, you'd have to follow a star specifically either, well, at night, obviously. Yeah, it has to be dark. But it does change depending on the direction of. Like depending on the time of year. Well, you said the, because it took the Earth two spins years to get there, right? Well, it it, t- it probably took between two and three years before the wise men showed up. Yes. Okay. So if that was the case, yeah, I don't I don't know how you follow a star. Yeah, it's almost impossible. You can't yeah. follow a star if there's that a star in heaven. Like you would, yeah, you would, and you'd be going like this. Like, oh, but whoop, never mind. The star's over here now. <laughs> right? yeah. It's quite difficult to follow a star. It didn't just hold still. Stars don't hold still. Well, the North Star is the only one that sort of Yes, does. that's true. Yeah, that's true. And it wasn't North that they were traveling in. They were coming so they from the to, East. They would still have to say, okay, this is the North Star. Okay, here's, here's where this star is. Yeah, and, it, and as go. the Earth moved, it would move across the sky, right? Yeah. So as it's moving across the sky, how are you going to follow the star? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, so let me, let me give you a, a, a theory. Okay. He's from the tribe of Judah, right? Every tribe had a constellation in the sky. Okay. Yeah. So just like remember Joseph, who when he had those dreams and and he dreamt, and that's why his brothers sold him into slavery. He dreamt that there would be um, that he would be a star, and that eleven other stars would bow down to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I that. that means another way of interpreting that everybody had a constellation in the sky. There were 12 constellations in the sky called the Zodiac, right? 12 tribes of Israel. And his tribe would be the one that everybody bowed to. And he, they just got furious with him and told now the sheaves too. They right there. He was a sheave and then they all that bowed down. Right. Right. Okay. So if all of the tribes had a constellation in the sky, do you know the the symbol for the tribe of Judah? It's a lion. That's cool. Yeah. So Jesus, and here it's also told that he would be from the tribe of Judah, which is he is the lion of Judah. That's another name for Jesus. The lion of Judah. I remember this when we were studying uh, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Okay. We were talking about Aslan and why he's a lion. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's why he seems to have made him. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So a star... So Leo. Inside of Leo, the constellation, meaning that it must have been probably a comet. A comet? Yeah. You know how comets stay in the sky for a long period of time? And yeah. it's and, it, and they and move the a little bit at a time. Light, yeah. It, it still takes a while for it to die out. Mm-hmm. Or it'll never die out. It goes around the sun and goes back the other way. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So this, so if the comet was in the constellation of Leo, and it stays there for quite some time, probably years, could be, it could be months, 
but here's this brand new star in the sky and it's in the in this constellation leo and it's slowly traveling through the constellation as it's moving just like the sun moves through the constellations yeah. as we go around the sun, right? They, that's how it's moving. Is the, the As we are moving and the comet is moving, it's moving through that constellation. Then, so they're like, it's a it bright still. new star in the tribe of Judah. That means Jesus Christ is being born or the Emmanuel is born. Huh. Cool? Yeah, that's way cool. Way cool, yeah. That's a good theory. Yeah, it is a really good theory. And uh, let me see if I can figure out um, really quick if there would be signs. I'll give you the scripture that goes that with that. Okay, so here it is. It's found in Numbers twenty four seventeen. It says, And there shall come a star out of Jacob, or out of Judah, right? Which is representation Which is in of, of Leo, line. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And a scepter. Okay, so if you were to hold a scepter, who would you be? A uh, king. Yes, so a king. So we know that it's from the tribe of Judah and that he's a king. Okay, this is from all from the scripture. Okay, scepter, and who's the king of the forest as far as animals are concerned? Lions. Lions, right? So he's lion, the king. Now, inside of the heart of the tri, uh, of the constellation Leo is this um, star called Regulus, meaning king. Okay, so we know that there's a king star inside of the lion, who is the tribe of Judah, and now there's probably a comet going through there, and we know that all this. So, okay, here's, let me read you the whole scripture now, okay? And there shall come a star out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. A king shall be rise up. Hmm. Awesome, right? The word scepter can also be interpreted at least by some scholars have said this, as comet. Oh, that would do it. That, <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah. That's some kind of like really hard thinking, a lot of studying lots of things, but that's a cool conclusion. Yeah. And, you know, there's lots of other theories out there. We're right, not saying yeah. that this is true, but but that's one way you could follow a star is it's being fo- It's we're following it through this constellation of Leo. And then that day that they said, well, if the king doesn't know where he's at, where are we supposed to go? And they started walking towards Bethlehem. And that's when the star or the comet and Leo rose up and they could see right then that it was shining down on a specific place or area. And they knew that they were supposed to be walking that direction. That is interesting. Cool. Okay. Um, so what kind of gifts? Did they know what kind of gifts there would be? I didn't think they did, but I guess they are. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know they, they know knew that, that it, they, so the 12 wise men, I mean the 12, they might be 12. We don't know. But the three gifts, they knew the gifts that they were supposed to bring. They said, Hey, Jesus is born. Let's go meet him. Well, we need to bring him something. What are you supposed to bring? So in Isaiah 60, it says, all they from Sheba, shall come they shall bring gold and incense and they shall show forth the praises unto the lord so what gold we know what gold is but what are the incenses used in well frankincense and myrrh frankincense is the incense used in the temple what is myrrh is the i used to know this 
It's got to be used in the temple as well, right? It's incense used for burying the dead. So we represent king with gold, represent high priest with frankincense, and we represent that he will overcome death with myrrh. So why, I mean, still, and, and, and still the apostle doubted his resurrection? Like, <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> well, had, no one had been resurrected before. Yeah, I was still, that was a I mean, new was phenomenon. That they had a testimony of Jesus Christ at the time. So maybe it's answering the same question. Should I follow exactly what the prophet is saying right now? Yeah. Right? I'm assuming, yeah. Jesus says, I'm going to live again. And they're like, right. Nobody does that. And then he did. Oh, yeah. They're going to have a testimony now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, so, gosh, there's so many. Like, we could do go on so yeah, many. Like do, said, do you have a specific one that you want to do? Like, no, not specific. <clears throat> just like, why is it? In, why was Christ prophesied? Why did it need to be prophesied? Who cares? Like, <laughs> we know that he's going to come, and that's it. Why is it important to know these details for the people at the time, and why is it important for us? To know the fact that, that he was indeed prophesied. Yeah. So Elder um, Holland gave a talk last night in the in the Christmas message, right? Okay. And he said, one of the things he says, he was the most prophesied, most talked about birth. Yeah, he was. In the history ever to be and ever will be, right? Because we knew so much about him. So why is that important? That's a good question. So what? why don't you answer your own question? Uh, why, why would it be important? Well, I think it might be important because... He is important. Like, I mean, it is the Son of Christ. Son of God. And it, it's Son of God. And it, if we are going to, if we are going to fully believe him, you know, there's always going to be proof out there mm -hmm. that he exists. Yeah. And I think it's funny that, you know, faith is all about believing in things that can't be seen. However, that doesn't mean that there's not proof. There's not prophecies. And there's not logic and meaning and purpose behind things. Yeah, I think. So it, I think it's important that maybe that that was the reason why he wanted us to. That was the reason why he came down, and I mean, it came down the way that he did was for us to not doubt mm -hmm. or have no excuse but to know that he is real. Yeah, without any doubt, that's what I think that that's the whole thing. Reason why he he just like I want you to for sure know. There's no reason for you not to know that this is not the Savior, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they did. Some of them did. But remember what the Pharisees and the Sadducees kind of get mixed up in life. And yeah, and yeah. the Romans obviously didn't care. So. Yeah, they are like, <laughs> what prophecy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Who cares? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. So, yeah, they God wanted him, us to have no doubt. And yet we still did. He still needed to come and have his own people kill him, right? That still needed to happen. And he came at the most wicked time that that could happen, that he, they would kill him. Um, so there needed to be wit. But there was also just as much righteousness in that area right? that did believe. I mean, all the people that had followed him the previous mm -hmm. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Of his death. Yeah. Yep. 
there must have been enough people to care you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> that he was able to be born in such a small town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, there is so many prophecies about Jesus's birth, even to the point where um, they knew that he would go into Egypt and that he would be called out of Egypt, right? That he ha would have to run, that there were the babies would be slaughtered and he'd have to flee for his life. Oh, and wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Great. So all of these prophecies were known. And but remember, they're not just laid out. OK, this will happen. Then this will happen. Then this will happen. Yeah. It's not laid out like that at all. Right. Yeah, I assume it wouldn't be. It's laid out like you have to find it here and find it here and find it there. And isn't that true about us? We I'll ask about, oh, the second coming. What's the second coming going to be like? Well, it's in there. It's definitely it's definitely like that where it's like, well, there's the blood, the moon will turn to blood mm -hmm. and that's kind of weird. Does that mean there's going to be fire because the moon's red when there's Or is fire. there going to be civil war on the moon? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, maybe. Come on, that's know. blood. <laughs> that's, <laughs> who knows? Well, we know that that prophecy has already been come past. Right. Right. But there are other ones that do need to come about. Yeah. But, and we need to find them. We have to search them in the scriptures. Yeah. And That's why we're we searching. We definitely should do a podcast on the signs of the times for sure. I know everybody else does, but I'm too curious about it. <laughs> okay. That would be a fun one. Because that's, because uh, we are living through what they lived through only a different way. The first mm -hmm. coming and the second coming. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest takeaway that we should take from this is that, is that we need to do our own searching, right? God isn't going to just lay it out for us. He wants us to search for it. And why does he want us to search? Do you have an idea? Why does God want us well, to search I'll for it? Well, I'll tell you what. I gained a testimony of Jesus Christ and, and, uh, and his father through careful study of my own. Mm -hmm. Had to know for myself, right, with, in, in, in order to do that, it took doubt. So I think God does want us to doubt slightly mm -hmm. so that we could come to a better answer. Question. Mm -hmm. Right? So right now I'm struggling with the word of wisdom and why it's important and why people don't follow it to a T and then why some people do, some people don't. Like that's a question that's always been bogging my, my mind. If I were to just be told the answer, it would have no meaning. It would be like, okay, yeah, I just have to take your word for it. But if I discover it from through for myself, then I will gain a better testimony. And I think that's why he does that. Yeah, I think you're right. And I also think that it's through the searching that gets our mind going, right? Mm -hmm. If we are just waiting on the Lord and doing nothing, he can't help us. Right. We're, we're just if, if we're waiting and doing nothing while we're waiting. He wants us to work. And the word work means mental work, mental exertion, mentally studying for something. So as we're mentally exerting ourselves, it's like having a moving car. Then God can steer us. Yeah. If we don't have a moving car, if our mind isn't working, isn't going, he can't steer us in the right direction. He's like, I can't steer a parked car, right? Right. That's <laughs> this is impossible. So uh, it's it's the searching that God wants us to do so he can steer us in the right answers, to the right answers. And once we get to the right answers, he even blesses us even more with this is for sure the right answer, right? That assurance. Absolutely. Yeah. So and the people of the Old Testament had to do the same. They didn't know when Christ was going to come, but they knew a lot about him. We don't know when Christ will come the second time, but we know a lot about him. 
And the more we study about him, the more we'll understand and realize the signs. And gain a testimony of ourselves when he does come. Yes. And we will recognize him. Yeah, we'll recognize him. Yeah. And that's important. That's really important. All right. All right. Well, it's been fun. Yes, it has. Great, Thank you. Yeah, the great answers to like interesting things that are the signs of the times of that time. Of that time, right. Yeah, signs of the Jesus' birth. And so Merry Christmas, everyone. This has been Gospel Theory, a Call to Learn audio podcast. For more podcasts like this, visit our website at calledtolearn.com forward slash podcast.